Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. How to get 30, 30, to get 30, how to get 20, 20, 20, how to get 20, 20, to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month? So, Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Welcome to the Junk Time AFL Podcast, a prelim final week. We are coming to you from Wayne Jackson Studios and Rod Carter Studios. My name is Michael Chamberlain, and joining me is a man who was kicked out of the AFL's arc. It's Adam Rosenbachs. Oh, good afternoon, Michael. What a weekend of football we have, and I, I accidentally nearly ruined it. You got I, a lot um, to answer for, mate. A lot to answer for. Well, I was invited into the arc. I'm a good friend of Gill's, and so I said, mate, can I see how this operates? I want to see, because they've got like extra cameras that you've never seen before. They've got uh, vision that the, the general public just never sees. Mm-hmm. Yep. And, yep. and I say, mate, can I have a look? And he's like, yeah, of course you can, Rosie. Get in there. I said, thanks, buddy. So I went in there, and it was just as I think Jamie Elliott had kicked a goal, and I had switched it over to Everybody Loves Raymond on Peach. <laughs> Because um, it was this really good episode where Ray uh-huh. got into an argument with the mum. Yeah. And then the older brother was there as well and he was like defending uh, Ray. And then the dad <laughs> said something really kind of snappy and snippy and it was fucking hilarious. It was a really it was a really good thing. And then when we went back, De everyone bois, was up saying... Yeah, exactly. It was fucking crazy. And, and Ray's wife... She doesn't want the mum over all the time. No, either. no, no. They don't get on. They don't get on. <laughs> no, they no, don't at all. I just don't know why uh, Ray fucking invites the mum over all the time. It's really weird. But then, so, yeah. so you thought that was more important to watch in the arc than the footage from the game where they're trying to analyse the goals? It was only briefly. I just <laughs> wanted to see what this storyline was proposing. And it was an incredible one. It's the one, yeah, where... Um, and then the one after that... Uh, the mum was in the house and Ray got into an argument with her <laughs> and then the older brother said this really funny thing and then the dad, <laughs> he came in. It was a fun, they were back-to-back great episodes. Like I, everyone, everyone talks about how good uh, the football was this weekend, but I actually think uh, everybody loves Raymond. They had a couple of cracking episodes. Um, I've, loved, I've been loving the, uh, the new arc. Like uh, I think it had. How a can you say that when they fucked it up so hard? Well, no, but I mean, I love the whole kind of the new the new bloke, whoever that person was, you know, who's doing all the all the talking. Yeah, and yep. and they've you know the efficiency, but yeah, I do find it amazing that um, we were promised extra super slow motion cameras. And the I thing is, don't think they have delivered. One, with that one, it actually didn't need anything <laughs> extra. You could see it yeah. fucking touched Lockie Heath uh, Keith's hands. And Heath Shaw's hands. Yep, yep. Because in the coverage, they came back to the centre bounce and they were like, why? Why? Yeah, why, why are we bouncing that? <laughs> what, What's going on here? Yeah. <laughs> Wasn't that the most incredible game of footy yesterday? It was amazing. I reckon I watched it. I reckon I watched the final two minutes about ten times. Yeah. Uh, for joy? For yeah. pure joy? Uh, look, I mean, I don't want to fucking stick it to the Collingwood fans, but fucking hell, it was fucking... This, to quote Paul Keating, this... Is the sweetest victory of all. <laughs> it was amazing. It was amazing. It was so great for the Giants. Cause, uh, and I, because uh, 
if I can, you know, pump up the Giants for a second. They're killing it. They've got 30,000 members. They're fucking... It, you talk to Nerily Meadow. She talks about... They go, hey, what do you want to do? Yeah. They go, yep, we're going to do it. Um, bang, you know, it's like, you know, hey, can you? And they go, yes. Um, they're out there in the community. They're giving back. Um, you know, even our interaction with Craig, the GWS, so last year, who, you know, s- you know, listens to the pod and said, hey, do you want to come into the rooms? You know, bingo, bingo, done in a second. Like, they're, they're, they're you know, they're... they're doing a great job and they're really likable they're likable to watch they're hard at it it's fucking it was a great game of footy how much do you feel for fucking brett deledio what has dude. this guy fucking dude it's just so fucking heartbreaking dude he watches the two teams that he has played <laughs> at to fucking win a premiership like it's fucking a nightmare i mean he probably he probably did his calf watching that game that's how unlucky this bloke has been i mean if he moves back to melbourne when he's retired and goes back into his own house yeah you know just a couple of door da- doors down from mum and dad yeah. uh, they'll be happy to have a brand new neighbor they they said they were great neighbors so okay. you know that's so that, that's a plus they get to move yeah. back into you know the same street as you know, mrs mr and mrs chamber absolutely uh, that's the that's the uh, the place that everyone wants to move into because it's a, apparently it's an area that's doing very <laughs> well for itself. But uh, no, it was amazing, and it was and it was like there there was there was giants noise, you know. Even though there yes. was you know seventy five thousand pies, yeah. there was giant. You could hear on the coverage there were giant there was giants noise, and and mate, it was like I I, I can't remember a game like this. Like I reckon nah nah. I've said I, I think I messaged you. I said it was like probably. Probably the most amazing game I've ever seen. But I'm, I'm trying to think back, like, and, and you know, personally, you know, I think like 2013 prelim with Hawthorne and Geelong. I'm thinking 2005, 2006 grand finals. Like, when yep. those games where things are really on the line. And I think, too, with this one, is you thought Collingwood were going to get there. Because yep. it was just, it, that was the way the script was going. It was yep. like, yeah, they're coming back. They're just going to get over the line, and that's the way it's going to play out. And it just fucking, it was unbelievable. It was fucking unbelievable. But even in that last. 10, 15 seconds. Sam Taylor they, went the punch what, and not the what mark. What are you doing, you I, fucking idiot? <laughs> I mean, I know. I'm, fuck, we haven't lived it. Like, we're not, you know, we're not out there in front of the ground. And no, you know, no. But, but it was like... That's you, cost you the game. On reflection, you go, like, if that turned around and that was a goal, you go, yeah. oh, oh, that's going to haunt you for the rest of your life. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. That, that was the moment where he's just like, oh, fuck, what have I done? I've ruined... I've cost us a, a grand final, but and, I, and I'm not suggesting like he pulled out or anything. Like I've watched the footage, you know, again ten times. Oh no, and, not and, at all. But no. it was just like that choice of you know maybe he just thought that there were going to be more people on top around of him. him. Yeah, yeah. But yeah, it was incredible. And uh, and now and to do it without Toby Green as well, and without Lockie Whitfield, like they could not have had more bad luck leading into this fucking. But dude, to do it without, I looked up last night. I reckon the 22 of people who have left the Giants. If they played the current Giants, yeah. the 22 have left would win. Like, <laughs> there have been so many people who have left, you know, like yeah. Boyd, Scully. Um, even there are a few pies who have left the Giants that were playing yeah, tr- there. Trelaw and Adams. Like, the way they haven't kind of been able to kind of hold on to their players. Like, it's absolutely incredible. And I, I, I'm torn now because I, 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 I actually really dig the Giants. And I have, you know, a few mates who are, like, massive Richmond fans. So I'm just like, which one, which one, which one, which one? Um, but it's gonna, uh, but it's gonna be a cracker. And if they get, if they, if they got Toby back, they're gonna get Whitfield back. Yeah, you know. Does Cornelio come back in? Well, if he's fit, yes. Like that's the only question. Like if he's fit, I, I think he was saying he was running and he was like doing, uh, changing, changing, changing lanes, direction. I suppose. Yep, yeah, yeah. Um, but 
that, that three massive ends for a grand final. And then, unfortunately, three people are going to miss out. But also... I know. Imagine that. Imagine knowing, like, say you're Lockie Keefe, who came in. That's the only reason I'm bringing him up. You're, you've won. Your team's into a grand final. And you know... You know... You're going to get the tap on the shoulder. Yeah, yeah, you're not going to be there yeah. next year. That's fucking brutal, isn't it? But also, you know what I, I fucking look forward to next Saturday uh, is Toby Green in a grand final. Yeah. Eye gouging. There are no fucking rules, mate. <laughs> 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 the kick is coming back, yeah. raking the eyes. Yeah, <laughs> it's going to be amazing. Let, let him free. I let him run him. free. That's so good. Um, and what about... And there are also a bunch of good blokes. Jeremy Cameron found someone's wallet. He did. And he put 50 bucks in. So he left a note saying, Hey, brother, I found your wallet while having a kick with the boys this morning before we beat the pies. Hope it, get, hope it gets back to you. P.S. I've put 50 bucks in it uh, so you can get yourself a, a, a GWS beanie and scarf. Cheers, mate. Yeah. What a fucking legend. Turns out it was a uh, Collingwood supporter, so they used that 50 by heroin. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> But yeah, but even the article in the Herald Sun, like they um, <laughs> they do the sums and they go. Turns out on the online um shop the for GWS, oh, a, yeah. a scarf and a beanie would actually cost seventy five dollars. Now wait a second, how the fuck is a scarf and a beanie costing seventy? I mean, I know the cost of living in Sydney is amazing. Yeah, that is true. <laughs> I, don't, I don't know how you, I don't, I don't know, know how you manage it up there. Scarves and beanies. So that's. Say you average it out. That's thirty-seven dollars fifty yeah. for a scarf and, and for a beanie. beanie. That's, yeah. That seems that seems expensive. I don't know where. I I can't believe that. I, I find that remarkable. A, yeah. How much would the beanie be then? What What's the more expensive one there? Is it the beanie or is it the scarf? Uh, I'm going to go with the scarf. I reckon. I'm going to go with the scarf. See, I would have thought the beanie was more expensive. Really? Wow. We're different, aren't we? <laughs> Yeah, we are. This is this is this is how the show works, mate. Opposites attract. <laughs> I'm not attracted to it. But it was actually like I mean it's pretty cool. Like, I mean if I found a wallet and um well first off I'd be checking to see if there's money in it and then I'd, yeah, yeah. and then I'd 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 seek out the person and give it back and just be like Oh yeah, sorry man, there was there was no cash. <laughs> no cash. And also whoever found it first uh, use your credit cards to purchase <laughs> a lot of stuff. Yeah. But apart from that, it's all back in there. Yeah, we uh, bought a lot of stuff on the Hawthorne, Hawthorne <laughs> Yeah, Don't know who that person is. <laughs> yeah, but apart from that, here's your wallet, mate. Thanks for that. Yeah. Also, got your license number. You have bought an iPhone that will not turn up <laughs> to your address. But but congrats on your wallet. Um, what, what would you do if Gary Lyon found your wallet? <laughs> <laughs> so then you go, hang on, mate. Hang on. <laughs> Hang on. What do you want? Why are you bringing this back to me? What do you want, mate? <laughs> if he's Why do you want to come into my house? At your front door. Yeah, yeah. And your wallet. Okay, I look over my shoulder and go, <laughs> where's my wife? <laughs> yeah, I don't I don't like this. I like that you return it, Gary, <laughs> but I don't like where this is going. We have a live show next Saturday. Next Sunday. Fuck, next Saturday. Next Sunday after the big dance, a post-big dance show. Uh, and that's that's the best time for a live show after the big dance we're going to have uh, Will Anderson joining us at the uh, European Beer Cafe, I think about 4 p.m. Uh, yes. On the Sunday, you can find your tickets at trybooking.com. They, they're running out, they're running out, so get on it, get on it, get on it. It's going to be a great afternoon. Yeah, and we're going to have special guests. Like, we're going to have special guests. Now that we have the kind of grand final teams decided, yes. we're going to have special guests, okay? So we're going to call a few people in, and they're going to hang out. And, uh, and we'll get a um, uh, Charlie Clawson also will, um, you know, FaceTime in. Um, Great. As he, uh, just by the fact that he is, uh, well, he, his baby is due on Monday. So, therefore, he, you know, probably 
making just in time for the big dance. Making a um, yeah, trip down to Melbourne is probably not the best time of all. But um, but yeah, but I, I wonder what who can we get from the GWS side? I um, oh, oh, is will will Mel Doyle be in that, town? That's the only thing I can think of. Mel Doyle, she'd be great. Oh mate, she'd be awesome. Mel Doyle's fucking pretty fucking cool. She's yeah, no, cool. She'd, and I reckon Will would probably have access to her. He would know her, wouldn't he? Yeah, okay, okay. We'll Let's go Mel for Mel Doyle her. if they, if they get up and if the Tigers get up. I I actually ran into Richard De Natale, who friend is our show. Uh, friend of the show, who was on the um, 2017 uh, Grand Big Dance Edition. And I ran into him at the footy on Friday night. Yeah, you were there out. on Friday. So tell me, how did you get a ticket for Friday? Uh, so I had done some stuff for the AFL and they hooked me up with a few tickets. Okay. It's stuff yeah. for the AFL. <laughs> well, you, you work in the ARC, obviously. Well, clearly. And so you bumped into Richard. Yeah, yeah. And I said g'day and uh, he, he lauded how good our episode was uh, with uh, Daisy Thomas. He enjoyed that one. Gotcha. He enjoyed... Daisy's remarkable stories. I actually apologise. I should say, Mr. Senator, I should say. Yeah, it's a bit about of disrespect there, mate. Yeah, it's about the office, not the man. No, that is true. But uh, yeah, it was great to see him and uh, he's obviously a very happy man. Yeah, for sure, man, for sure. So Friday night, that, Friday was, night. Uh, that was the loudest game I've ever been to, I reckon. Really, gotcha. So you told me that you went to the 20, well, that 2013 Richmond-Carlton final? Yes, and you but said, I was in a box. Oh, okay, gotcha. So that that was kind of um, it was loud, but I reckon because it was closer to fifty fifty, I reckon on Friday night it was probably about sixty forty in Richmond's favour. Yeah. And so when they started to get the run on in the third quarter, it was just so unbelievably loud, and they were going ballistic. Can we rewind for a second and just talk about the box for a moment? Like, which one was that, or what you were in, or? So at a time I worked on a show called Before the Game, yep. uh, one of the uh, Channel 10 uh, mainstays of the football industry, mm. and we were in the Channel 10 box watching the elimination final, Carlton v Richmond, Michael. You show up in weird and wonderful places, I reckon. Like, Thank you, you, mate. You just have this Thank kind you. of weird kind of – you have weird hookups. Like, I mean, I, I mean, it's not weird for you to be like in, you know, working on Before the Game, a football show, and get the Channel 10 box. But you just, I'm it, very it, connected, Michael. You're just like you know, the AFL, and like every now and then we're like hooking up a live show or something. You're just like, yeah, I've got their number. I'm like, how the fuck do you have their number? <laughs> like, what, what are you? <laughs> are you Gil? <laughs> like, when I, like when I just texted Bucks to get him on the show. <laughs> and you were like – how did that happen? It's like, man, just text them straight up. You gotta have a bit of front in this game, my friend. Yeah, and that's okay. what I have. It's the business of show. So anyway, I was out in the general population, which was a bit shit. I wasn't <laughs> loving it. Yeah, sure. Um, surrounded by you know uh, peasants, and but I was on level two. Great seats, and it was a fucking amazing game on Friday night. It was yeah, it actually what? two really good prelims. Always good when you get cracking prelims. Yeah, for sure, for sure. Yeah, getting blowouts is annoying. Um, yeah. Uh, but uh, Dangerfield is a low dog. Oh, why? Why say you that? That dive was remarkable. So w- remind me of that because I because I didn't see replays of stuff. He went up to get a mark and got pushed in the back very gently, yep. and then took an absolute dive, and then they got a fifty and he got a goal. I, I'm, okay, I'm, I, I'm only saying that. Possibly, I don't, I don't think I don't know if the, I don't know the AFL charter, but if he wins the Brownlow on Monday, I feel like it's in, tainted. In 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 all honesty, they should just take it off him. So he walks up on the stage and yeah. they the um, they put the medal around his neck and then mm. and then Tom Mitchell can Tom Mitchell get on the stage? Can <laughs> he walk? He's fine. He's he's, he's fancy free. But then okay. but then yeah, Tom Mitchell kind of puts it around the neck yeah. and then 
and then takes they it straight take off. It straight off, yeah. And, straight they, off. and they get a shredder and they put the brown <laughs> through the a shredder. Through a shredder. <laughs> yeah, because he is a low dog. <laughs> so does that mean at any one time with the brown light coming up on Monday night, they would have to have two spares, say, because it was a three-way tie back in the day. Does that mean at any one time there was about three Brownlows just floating around at AFL House? That's a good point. Yeah, where they keep them, like yeah, know, to keep that in a safe. Like you know, who who controls the safe? They're all suspect there. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> like, can you on a on a Tuesday at AFL House just wander around with a Brownlow? A Brownlow? Yeah, yeah, or or Norm Smith. Yeah, or, go, or, or Friday mate. night drinks. He's just like, yeah, yeah fucking <laughs> chuck on the Brownlow. I've won a Coleman too. Look at me, <laughs> jingle jangle. <laughs> Yeah, I won the rising star as well. Oh, fucking hell, look I'm, at me. I'm king of the world. <laughs> <laughs> but it was a cracking game. And, um, you know, Geelong, you know, fortunately finished top, didn't win it in the end. Um, I, I, I think... Is it a wasted year for Geelong? Question without notice. It's a question without notice. I think they were the, they were the team that finished on top. Okay? I'll put it like that. I'm not saying that they were the best team, but they were the team that finished on top. So it's okay. just going to work that way out, okay? Yeah. Um, but I think I think we all thought there was like a bit of Collingwood, a bit of Richmond, kind of a bit of West Coast, kind of floating around. And, yeah, and that's true. No one really gave the no one really gave the Giants a chance, did they? Old Chambo did, mate. Old Chambo fucking thought they were. Is that right? Did Chambo? Did he? Chambo predicted his Brisbane um, Giants uh, grand final. Got okay. half of it right. Got half of it right. No, you're very clever, mate. You're an oracle. <laughs> but also, it's it's a uh, good for. Victoria, that Richmond, like Richmond are back again. Like that, that's a great story, you know? Yes. Yeah, yeah. And and I don't think people begrudge them yet. People don't hate them the way they hate Hawthorne yet. Yeah, for sure. For sure. Um, and, and you know, I mean, th- maybe maybe this time if they win, maybe maybe we should do a live pod down on Swan Street if they win again. Oh, Jesus. That's actually I, not I, a bad idea, man. That's a really bad idea. Because <laughs> I fear for our safety. <laughs> we go down to Swan Street and we just fucking do a live pod after the game. And just see what's going on. I had a Richmond supporter threaten to kill me on Friday night. Really? Did Richard yeah. Dinatale do that? That's incredible. <laughs> what did you say? So I was getting up to go get a beer. And I'd had a couple of beers. So I was getting in and out. But I'd always uh, wait uh, for uh, it. Well, they're not beers. They're frothies, mate. Okay. Sorry. Frothies. Double F. <laughs> so I was getting up to get a froth. And I'd always wait till the goal was kicked. So I wasn't, uh, you know, getting in anyone's uh, line get of sight. Shoebox. Yeah. wasn't in anyone's kitchen. And this guy goes... Mate, if you get up again, I'm going to kill you. Really? Yeah. And I was like, well, I'm getting up, so <laughs> fuck off. Like, and he was sitting next to me. So he actually like threatened me. Oh, fuck. I was, just like, I was like, let's get fucked sound. Oh, dude. Oh, dude. They're, that, they're the worst people in the world. Like, not sorry, not there, but like that, that kind of person. Yeah. Yeah. Who, 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 uh, how, how do you ever think to say that to another person? No, I know. I know. And I was just like, I was, so, I was incredulous. I was just like, what? Yeah. You, in, in those moments, you get confused. You're just like, wait yeah. a second. Did you actually say that to me? <laughs> yeah, did you threaten to kill me? Did for you? standing up? A, a, a member of the federal Senate. Ah, <laughs> 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 uh, we love Richard. We do love Richard. So what do you reckon happens on um, next Saturday? Like, who do you reckon wins? I, that's a very good question. Yeah. I, I, Richmond supporters weren't as uh, cocky as they would have been. They got a bit of a scare on Friday night, mm-hmm. I think, because you know they went in at halftime, twenty-one points down, and I think they went, "Fuck, we could lose this." So it wasn't all like we're just going to get to the grand final and roll on. They were very, very nervous. And talking so to Richmond mates, and they said at halftime they were like, uh, "I don't think we can win," 
and yep. and they feel like they pinched it. Yeah, okay. So, yeah. yeah, there was a bit of that to it. So, there wasn't a lot of cockiness. Um, whereas GWS have nothing to lose here. Yeah, yeah. And they've got, you know, you, and you, when you realise they've got Green and Whitfield to come back, that's fucking huge. Yeah, yeah. But still, I still think the Tigers will win it. That's my call. Yeah, you got gotcha. Yours, Michael, gotcha. what are you saying? I'd love the Giants to win it. I think it would be fantastic to witness their, you know, a franchise, a new franchise getting up, seeing their first premiership. I think it'd be great. I think, uh, yeah, I mean, I'm, I'm, I'm torn, but I'm also, I, you know, I feel like, you know, got Richmond mates and I want to, you know, them to see, you know, the week of joy and a successful era, perhaps, yeah. and yeah. um, and also, oh, and the reality too, being like, if the Giants win it, like, reality is, it's good for the game, you know, it's like yeah, good it is, for mate. the game. It grows in the land of the falafel, as yeah, yeah. quite cheekily put it. Yeah, for sure. And when he apologised for that, he said something along the lines of, "I've got to fall on my kebab." So, <laughs> and, and and also, <laughs> I mean, I hate to say this, but fuck that guy. <laughs> like, fuck that guy. Hey, what has Eddie ever done wrong? You give me, like, you give me eight instances <laughs> where Eddie Maguire has done something wrong, my like, friend. Like, just fuck, fuck that guy. How how is the most unlikable man being uh, successfully employed for thirty years? Okay, he's just very good at his job, mate. Hey, um. Essendon uh, succession plan, Adam. I'm all for it. I think it's a great idea. I think uh, I think succession plans are the way of the future, Michael. I think they have never ever um, gone awry. Like yeah. look at look at how much joy it has brought Mick Malthouse. Yeah, for sure. How 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 happy do you reckon he was yesterday, Mick Malthouse? Oh, dude. Oh, mate. He was popping party poppers. All again, night. he's come out this week and he said. Uh, He's done another interview. I can't remember who it was, but he came out and said, Carlton's list was diabolical when I get there, when I got there. It's like, why did you fucking take the job then? If you thought it was such a shit list that you couldn't do anything with, why are you there? We need to save the man from himself. Like, he keeps on talking. And it's like, dude, shut the fuck up. Like, Go away. Like, like, keep your head down. Like, just yeah. get a nice little media job where you're kind of, you know, doing special comments or something like that. But don't, don't keep on bringing up the past. And don't rewrite the history either. Like... Mm. He he said of that team, and I know you know you always talk up your team, but he said of that list when he got there, I can't see them losing a game. <laughs> he said that of Carl. Now I know everyone's going to talk it up, but you go, you can't see them losing a game. <laughs> they are going to go through and win twenty two matches. <laughs> you so, fucking deluded old fool. Sorry, I didn't think you were Bill Bill Belichick. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, exactly. You fucking idiot. But um. Uh, so Westfold, uh, at the yes. Adons, the Bombers are going. He's going to hand it over to Ben Rutten. Ben Truck. Rutten at the end of twenty twenty. Yes. So, so all right. So say say Essendon start off one and four. Yep. And you know they. Do you they, think? Or, do you think maybe the the jungle drums would start beating? <laughs> they would, mate. The the drums, all of the drums, different types, calypso steel drums, you name it, <laughs> timpani drums, whatever drums you want, mate. 44-gallon drums are all going to start beating and they're going to come for Because you just go, why not just pull a pin now? Just go fucking put ruts in there. That's what I thought. I thought, I thought, why would Worsfold want to do that? Just be, just go like, well, if you don't want me, then I'm yeah. out. You're like, it's, it, you know, it's like a relationship or something like that. You go, well, yeah. you don't want me. Like, I'm not going to, yeah. I'm not going to, you know, sit around here begging. Like, how, how weird is his life? His family's in Perth. Really? And he's, yeah, yeah, yeah. They've been there the whole time. No way. No way. That's not true. Surely. 
John Walsfold's family lives in Perth. Fucking hell. No wonder the dude is sad. Like, he's not, <laughs> he's not intense and angry. He's fucking emotionally sad. What like, a fucking... What a life. Dude, What's he do? What's and, he do during the week? And he's been there from 2016. So, they've been yeah. there, living there for like three years. Oh, my yes. God. Okay. Yeah. Okay. okay. For, for the... For the for the for the help of the man, let him go. Let him go back to Perth. Yeah. Like, well, why didn't they come over? Like, why? Obviously, they visit and stuff, and you know, he he relishes when they play West Coast and Frio. But how fucking weird is that? Like, he just comes home. He's got his empty little bachelor pad. Nah, dude. He's probably you, got some yeah. Essendon memorabilia on the walls because they they gave it to him. He's probably got a you know signed. Signed Mick Malthouse jumper from his time at West Coast. Nah, you can't live like that, man. Nah, John, John, from me to you, go. Go back to yeah. your family, mate. From one sad man to another. Yeah, from one <laughs> sad man living in a bachelor pad to another. <laughs> yeah. Go back, mate. Go back. Hey. Go back to your family. And, um, yeah. And, and you know, don't, don't buy microwave meals. <laughs> <laughs> hey, do you reckon he's living like that? He's just got... It's just you open the fridge up. It's just a tub of butter, two uh, eggs that are probably a bit old. Absolutely, for sure. I reckon his ringtone is "All by myself." <laughs> wow, you're quite the singer, by the way. Uh, mate, I'm a castrato. I had a singing teacher tell me when I was about twenty. He said you're a castrato. So they were the people that um the yeah the, the got castrated, little boys they removed, that got castrated, and removed so their testicles. I think he he saw the look on my face and he said, "But you make a million dollars." <laughs> It's quite the talent. Um, so, Eddie Betts, mate, do you want him back? No. Oh. There you go. Question without notice. Question answered without notice. Why don't you want him back? Well, I just think... I, I love the romance of it. Don't get me wrong. Mm-hmm. I love Eddie Betts. And he was great at Carlton. And he was fantastic for Adelaide. But he's if he's on the way out, do we want to be the team that has to drop him? That goes, oh, he's been a bit shit. We've got to put him in the twos for a little bit. Like, you know, he was this year at Adelaide. Yeah. You, you don't want to be that team. We don't want to be those guys, you know. And I just think he doesn't fit our list. We're not in a premiership window. So it's not like we're topping up to get a flag. I just, I can't see the, aside from, it'd be awesome to have him back at Carlton, which would be great. But I just can't see the value in it. Okay. Gotcha. Wow. Definitive. Absolutely, mate. However... I, if I was a Gold Coast, I'd give him a five-year deal uh-huh. and probably make him captain. Yeah, sure. And just let him run around there. Because he's fine for them, but not for us, mate. We're, we're, we're going places. We need it. We, we, need better, we need better players than that. Name a stand after him. The, the article said that he was actually his contract's about 500 grand, which I actually thought was a bit low. Yeah, I, I, I agree with that. I yeah. thought he was on a lot more. So they're saying if, if he goes anywhere else, he will have to take a... A fair pay cut. Yeah, okay, gotcha. Yeah, but I mean, he so. was in, in and out a little bit this year at Adelaide, so it's it's not like you're coming with uh, full gusto to another club yeah. and being like, yeah. hey, I'm, I'm, the, I'm the king. I'm at the top of my game. Yeah. But also, he, he hasn't been the same since the uh, infamous pre-season trip, and I don't think he was very happy with Adelaide. So if he comes to Carlton, he's happy, he loves it. He's, his partner's apparently from Melbourne, so, you know, they'd be happy again. Happy Eddie Betts. Maybe I'd – no. I do want him. I think he's going to kick uh, 70 goals for the Blues next year. Yeah, he gotcha. So maybe it's you think be the Adelaide um, preseason thing, he just wants out, you know. Yeah, I, I don't think he was happy, yeah, with the club. Yeah, sure. Okay, gotcha. Yeah. Hey, um, Who's your tip for the uh, for the bloody, for the Brownlow, mate? Who are you tipping? Good point, man. I'm looking at the, I'm looking at the kind of speculative votes here. Uh-huh. The Brownlow predictor. and um, Danger? Is Danger the favourite? Danger is on top, although he's a low dog and so they're going to have to um, shred the... Take it off your 
So who's who's second then? Five. Nat five. So they got Danger and Five on thirty-four votes, which is pretty mm-hmm. high for two people. Yeah. Um, they got Lockie Neal at twenty-nine, Bont at twenty-eight, Tim Kelly at twenty-seven, and Cripps at twenty-six. I I think I think Lockie Neal will take out this medal. I'd actually really like Lockie Neal to take it out. Like I think it's like a really good story. Well, he's a good guy. He said that Toby Green didn't uh, rake his face when he raked his face. He was, you know, he did his best to get Toby Green off. So he's got that feel good, the good bloke factor to him. And we'd quite, and he got out of, you know, he didn't like Frio. He went, no, fuck Frio. I'm going to Brisbane. No one goes to Brisbane. He I went mean, there. Yeah, I, that's a really good point, actually. Like, and to his credit, like, he was like, yeah, no one, no one would go there. But they, he went no. there and, and starred and they, you know, made second week of the finals, which they haven't done forever and ever. Yeah. But uh, yeah, Danger, Five, Lockie Neal, Bond. I think they're probably the top four that would kind of be vying for, you know, the... Vine for, su- vine for Charlie. I'd be surprised if Bond polled that well because he had so many other players around him do really well. Like Josh Dunkley had a great season. Uh, McRae's always good. So I reckon he's got too many, too many vote stealers around him. Michael. Yeah, okay. Yeah, gotcha. I'm just mm. looking through trying to find a Blues or a Hawks. Um... Well, Crips, mate. Oh, yeah, Crips, of course, yeah. Yeah, there's Jake down at that, whatever, yeah. Um, hey, uh, can I take you through an article that was written by the Herald Sun about... Well, it's kind of funny, like, uh, okay. It, it, it's, it's, it's talking about how there's, there was the old guard of WAGs. Uh-huh. Oh, is this Brownlow related? Yes, and now there's, okay. there's the new guard of WAGs. New guard of WAGs. So what you're telling me is that players that have retired... Their wags have moved on. A little and bit. And then we've got new players and we've got new wags. A little bit. So it talks okay. about uh, Beck Jard and Jordan Ablett will be notable absentees from this year's Brownlow. I remember, will they? I remember hearing about, um, I hear, saying a thing with Beck Jard and um, she, they said to her, you know, the question was like, how do you, uh, what advice would you give to the younger women coming through? And she talked about it like an experienced player. She's like, oh, look, you know, you've got to just, you know. You've got to take it one brown low at a time. Yeah, you just walk the red carpet and just enjoy the <laughs> moments. Like, it, yeah. was, it was like, because I mean, you know, for, for her, you know, it's a business deal. Um, but here we have, we have. Uh, well, you, would you know Jordan Ablett if you saw her? No, no. It's, it's interesting that they say, you know, Beck Judd and Jordan Ablett won't be there. But I wouldn't know her at all. Like, Beck Judd, you go, yeah, of course, she's, you know, everywhere. But Jordan Ablett, I'd hardly say she's, like, one of the front runners of the WAG uh, world. No, I don't tune into Brownlow for Jordan Ablett. <laughs> Although, remember, la- was it last year or the year before that you could spend a night yes. near you Gary could- and Jordan? Yeah, I think it was a couple of years ago. We And we you could watch the coverage in your hotel room. We could watch the coverage in our hotel room. And I think you got a preview <laughs> of her dress. Yes, this you is, did. And again, this was a thing for charity. But you got a yeah. preview of her dress. And I think you got a, yep. like an autograph, whatever, and you got maybe got a photo or something. Yes, um, you definitely got a photo. Yeah, and, and whoever took that up is yeah. a fucking loser. Like, <laughs> Mate, I had a great night. <laughs> I got to see her dress before everyone else. Oh, did. amazing! I mean, yeah. I'm sorry. Yeah. I'm sorry. I'm such an idiot. <laughs> uh, long-term partner. Here we go. Monique Fontana, partner of Patrick Cripps. Now, this is not on the women. This is on the article. Okay. Yeah. Uh, long-term partner of Carlton co-captain Cripps isn't afraid to take a risk on the red carpet. Has not experimented with daring cutouts in the past? So Shit! I didn't know that about her. I didn't know that about her, that she was uh, willing to go with daring cutouts in the past. I didn't know that. Here's one. Lockie Neal, he's married, got a wife, um, Julie. G'day, Julie. Uh, his second favourite. Um, 
Julie Clark uh, shone at last near last year's awards in a white strapless gown. Is that right? Yeah. I don't remember that. Fuck, it's it's amazing. Just Brownlow's just wash over you, but I don't remember the white strapless gown. But I just wish that I'd taken more time to to notice that kind of thing, you know? And again, this is not on the women, this is on the fucking person who wrote this fucking article. Collingwood star Brody Grundy, who is no stranger to style, rocking mm. a man bun. Well, they could, yeah, you could stop that. And yep. heavy frame specs off the field. Just for his Heavy frame. You know, you know when it's windy, I've never seen Brody Grundy's glasses come off. And I think that's because he wears heavy framed glasses. But it says on Monday, all eyes will be on his physiotherapist girlfriend who last mm. year wore a sparkling black gown. Did she? She absolutely Sparkling did. black. Fuck, I... Jesus... You just forget these things, don't you? Amazing moments. Okay, I'll finish on this one. So we've got um, uh, partner of Connor Rosie, Sophie Barber. Uh, partner of the Port Adelaide star is tipped to be a showstopper this Bradley night. Is she? Yeah. Who, who's, who's tipped that? Uh, yeah, well, whoever fucking wrote this fucking article. <laughs> with the 18-year-old fashion student. That's right. She's fucking 18. She's a yep. child, okay? Enlisting the services of renowned Brownlow stylist Susie Escander. We are hoping for a Bella Hadid or Hayley Bieber influence. Okay. Is that right? You fucking, fucking idiot who wrote this fucking article. Hey, hey, hey. You fucking idiot. You, Mate, you I'm furious about you putting these women in this situation where you're commenting about their fucking, what they're going to wear. Fucking bullshit. Bullshit. I call bullshit. I'm furious. I'm actually excited that there might be a Bella Hadid or Hayley Bieber influence. Yeah, fuck I it. Wasn't, what, I wasn't going to watch. What does that mean? What does that I, literally mean? How dare you? What? How dare you question what that means, what? mate? It means that they're going to be Bella Hadid-esque <laughs> or Hayley Bieber influenced. Oh. You're a fucking moron, mate. You don't know fashion. God, I'm furious. I'm furious. I'm ropeable. I'm ropeable. You are ropeable. Hey, uh, football in real life, Adam? What have we got? Why don't we check it out? Oh, actually, can we quickly talk about Alan Jones on Toby Green? Sure. So he Jonesy. Got, he got fired up about Toby Green's suspension. And I actually yeah. I actually reckon Toby shouldn't have gone. And now 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 it's a big in obviously, but I reckon I reckon I reckon they're a bit suspect with the evidence. That was fucking terrible. There was like didn't you say well, yes, that was like probability the, or something? The balance the balance of probability was the phrase that the AFL used. They yeah. go, Oh pretty much he probably did it. You go, Don't fucking probably me. He either did it or he didn't. If I'm in a court of law, I don't want to I mean, I, pro- yeah. I, prob- I probably <laughs> did it, but yeah. I don't want them On to On the balance of probability, like you were, you were near the bank, but we didn't see you in the bank or take the money from the bank. But, you know, it was bank-esque. But he got fired up, Alan Jones, up here on R2GB in Sydney. He, uh, uh, and you listen to him anyway. You love him. Oh, mate, I'm a disciple. <laughs> <laughs> I remember he, was, he, did, he did kind of ads for the Giants when they came in. But again, yep. you know, if you flash some money in front of Alan Jones, you know, he'll do whatever you want. But oh, that is, mate... How dare you? He's a Giants fan through and through. Um, but he talked about, uh, let me see, he talked about he he wishes he could give the GWS players a rev up 30 minutes before the first bounce. That's what he Is talked about. Is that right? About. Yeah. So he was on the radio going, uh, 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 I wish I could give the GWS players a rev up 30 <laughs> minutes before the bounce. But he, he talked here. He said, I understand the tribunal includes two ex Collywood players as one wag as one wag and, and not like wag as in like yep, wife yep. and girlfriend as like, you know, someone telling Scally information. Wag. As one wag said to me this morning, the other difference between these players and Ned Kelly is Ned Kelly had a horse. <laughs> Do you know what that means? 
Well, no, that I I thought that at the same time. I remember seeing Toby Green going, "Fuck, he reminds me." When he walked out of the he tribunal, reminds me, yeah, he reminds me of a horseless Ned Kelly. <laughs> Does that mean that Ned Kelly was like, like they're crooks, but Ned Kelly had a horse? Like they're both crooks, but Ned had a horse. Oh. Is that, is that is that the logic? Because I mean, what, well, I mean, yeah, I mean, I that's what I thought when when Toby Green gave his statement and he said, "Look, um, difference between <laughs> difference." Anyway, I'll move on. This is his inspirational rant. Ugh, look up at all those stands in the episode G. They're full. Ugh, they've captured Collywood weird. And they say to yourself, I'm going to tell these people, we haven't seen brought 18 players here today. We're going to play this 40, 30 on the paddock. Uh, minus Toby Green. Oh, we're going to make you pay. <laughs> pay big time. And, and he knows about paying big time, okay? <laughs> so basically he said... Uh that he wants the players to play like there's 30 of them out on the paddock. I'm translating for your Alan Jones here. For sure. But he was the coach of the Wallabies. The Wallabies. Yeah, it's amazing to think back. So yeah. That's incredible. Yeah, for sure. For sure. Dude, his show is like, I mean, I don't listen to heaps, but like his show is so dense. Like you think it's like just him, you know, inciting race riots and stuff like that. Yeah, yeah. But, but it's actually like really dense. Like it's like, uh, on March 15, the, the Minister for Health wrote a letter to the hospital that... It's just like information, information. But then he's transitions. He'll just be like, oh, and that's why we should put a chaff bag and, and a dad died of shame. Let me tell you about carpets. <laughs> 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 like, it's amazing. <laughs> the transitions. Uh, I fucking love him. Okay. He's a, great, he's a great man. He's one of the greats. No, he's actually a low dog cunt. Um, yeah. From Ricky, I have two footballers in real life. The first two. one, I was at a country racing event a couple of years ago. Back out in uh, Woolamai. Woolamai, yeah. Woolamai, you Woolamai? fucking idiot. Where's Woolamai? It's down near, um, I think it's near, um, what's it called? Phillip Island. Oh, okay. And yeah. boundary riding legend and former Hawthorne player Dipper was there enjoying the sun and a few beers and the ponies. He was more than happy to get photos with all the punters. I figure like Dipper's the kind of guy who like shows up to like a shop and everyone's just like, Dipper's here. And he's yeah, like, absolutely. g'day mate, how are you? You know, shaking hands. Mate. Dipper's a legend. Mm. He's a fucking great guy. And as the day went on, you could see him getting frustrated. Oh, no. Oh, oh getting frustrated. Shit, they're wearing Dipper down. Oh, no. And start, started saying no to photos. Oh, no. In a way, Dipper would. I was waiting for a bloke to be shirt-fronted, but never happened. Well, he was turning down photos for the blokes anyway. He was someone that happy to get photos with, <laughs> <laughs> with the ladies. Yeah. <laughs> the more ladies in the photo, the happier the man was. <laughs> oh, there you go. He's, he's, he's just a normal bloke, mate. Yeah. He, he's, like one of, he's like Norm from Cheers. Like, he's one of those yes. dudes. Yeah, you walk in, you go, Dipper! And it's amazing, isn't it, too? Because on the field, he was an assassin. Yeah, sure, sure. He just bashed people. But then off the field, it's like, oh, it's Dipper. He's fucking, he's selling... Weird clothes that people don't really want to buy. You know, he's just lovable. And you've never heard anything about off-field. Like, he never had an off-field incident where it's, you know, a punch-on or anything. Like, that, no, I- that aggression no, that's a good didn't, point. didn't come over. White, white line fever, mate. White line fever. Yeah, that's true. Uh, the second one. I was at the Precinct Hotel last October having a beer on a Wednesday night before heading into a gig. Uh, and who happened to walk in? Richmond's newest recruit at the time, Tom Lynch. He was enjoying his new home with a couple of beers with some mates. Uh, and actually, uh, Ricky brings up here, we really need to do the junk time bus tour of the sites of the famous footy place in Melbourne. Maybe that could be something we think about for the off-season. I think we do need to do that. The bus tour. Yeah, the, the laneway. Where the Ricky and Adel dr- had a fight. Yeah, drive across the Balti. 
Oh, fuck yeah. <laughs> it's, that could be a bit of fun. We can, recreate, fun here, hey? we can recreate. We can recreate. Yeah, we can recreate moments. Yeah, yeah. We just, we just need a handgun. Fev and the dildo. Yeah. Yeah. There's a All lot the going fun on. Things. Yeah. All the fun things. But you can come along and see us at our live show the day after the big dance next Sunday on the, what is it? It's the 29th, 29th? of September. Yeah. At the European Beer Cafe, 4 p.m. Tickets at trybooking.com. Get on board. Tickets are selling fast, so you want to get want to get your tickets quickly. We are Junk Time Over Pod at Gmail on Twitter, Facebook, and the Gram. We're gonna hit the road. Go! You know, I've never said this before. Go Giants! Go Giants! It's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style.